You're listening to JFDI with the two Lauras. And in this episode, we are going to discuss all the things we wish we could say to our clients or potential clients when they ask us annoying questions. Their names are the same, good friends they became. Together they put their brains and magic happened. I'm talking about the two Lauras, they'll be your biggest supporters. What the selling you'll need more of. I'm talking about the two Lauras. I'm talking about the two long runs. Do you ever have those emails come through and you just want to send back a reply and you have to stop yourself from saying what you really, really want to say? Yeah. But I think in this podcast, we should say what we really want to say to those annoying emails, those annoying things that people say to social media managers. So, Laura, picture say you've got a new client, you've just taken them on, you've started working with them and they send you some content and they say to you, you can make this go viral, right? What's the answer you actually want to give them? I am a victim of my own success here. But one of my first ever clients went bonkersly viral and she had content that was seen by millions and millions of people. I think like 15 million was one, just one piece of content alone. Her account grew by like 80,000 people in like a really short space of time. So, of course, I obviously then used those examples on my socials. So, of course, everyone wanted me to replicate those, which just wasn't happening. She was just a brilliant content creator. So, yeah, no, I would just want to say, no, bugger off. Don't be unrealistic. <laughs> Your content is shit. <laughs> what would you say? Probably along the same lines. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with one. I actually had one of these this morning. Oh God. She said, I've bought followers. How can I now increase my followers of genuine people? Well, my first reply would be, are you some sort of moron? Why are people still buying followers? It's 2021 for Christ's sake. Has the memo not got out to everyone yet? <laughs> I just don't get it. It's like people are obsessed with their follower numbers. Like they're trying to build some sort of cult, but they don't care who's in the cult. Just, These are probably people who, as a child, really struggled to make friends. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like their opportunity to suddenly make themselves look popular. Yeah, it's, it's the person at school who didn't have any friends, but they had a rich dad, so therefore they'd go and buy all of their friends these fancy pencils just so they'd be friends. <laughs> buy a fancy pencil, not a pen. I was thinking of, you know, the ones where you used to get where you tilt it one way and something slides to the end. And then you tilt it back and it slides again. Like you can get like a boat. That to me was a fancy pen. Or a fancy pen was the one where you had the pen on one end and at the other end, the eraser. Or the one where there was the four colours in one pen. Oh, yeah. See, I've got those now. That's like the staple pen I would buy. Because I hope I they're not coming out of our budget. No, no. Promise. Basically, you would reply by saying, no, get yourself some real friends. Yeah, totally. If I could just say that to them, that would be a joy. Oh, I'd love to, but no. Maybe I'll just give them the link to this podcast if I ever come across that. (laughs) Right, so going back to that new client that you've just taken on who wanted their viral content and you've basically said no. They then say to you, okay, can you get an A-list celebrity, like I'm thinking Kim Kardashian, to share it for us instead? No. (laughs) It's going to be my answer to all of these. No. So they think you've got the phone number of Kim Kardashian and whatnot. Like, what, what is it with these clients who think 
that because you're a social media manager, you therefore have a direct line to these celebrities. Or a direct line to Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah, they all think you've got his number. <laughs> I don't know. And I find it really strange that people think that social media managers know like the back door to, to these opportunities. And they think, oh, well, I'll hire a social media manager because that will make the process of you having Kim Kardashian share my bag on Instagram. I don't know where that misconception comes from, but there's no way that I could help her. Sorry, sorry, no. I quit. I quit. <laughs> yeah, I think I quit would be a good response to most of those sorts of things, to be fair. Totally. Okay. So you've got your new client, it's day one, and they haven't had any sales yet. And yeah, you know why that is? It's because it's the day one. We haven't even posted on your socials yet. Like, yeah. why do you think you're going to have had, had sales? If you weren't already getting sales, you're not going to get sales at day one when you haven't even posted anything. Come on. But that is a good point that people also think they'll hire a social media manager on day one. They're posting and generating sales. They don't consider the whole onboarding of a new client, the research, the creation of content. It's just a long game. It's not a one and done type thing, is it? If it was, we wouldn't be here on this podcast right now. We'd be sitting on our yachts in the middle of the Caribbean drinking a cocktail because we would be loaded. So we would have put our one post on the internet and we would have made a lot of money. Oh, I'm going to go and do that now just to test it. I've got a good one. I don't want to pay you a monthly fee. I'll just pay you a percentage of the sales income. Oh, thanks. You're so kind and generous. I wish I'd just thought of that and offered you that opportunity myself. Uh, no. Why would anyone think that's a, like, a decent thing to do? Have they heard of the minimum wage for a start? And also, like, why would a social media manager who was only responsible for social base their whole income on elements that has nothing to do with them. They might have a shit website. They might be, they might be shit salespeople. They might have run out of stock. Like, do you have it paid because there's no stock left? Yeah. Like, there's so many variables in that whole process from social media to purchase that is nothing to do with a social media manager, but yet you're expected to get paid. Bugger off. Exactly. Right, I've got a good one. You've got this client. Their competitors are doing amazing on social and obviously they want their product in front of them so can you just get this post in front of our competitors followers please can you just do that today no <laughs> yeah i think so much education needs doing isn't there and to be fair this is probably the job of social media managers to do that education piece so that people understand actually how social media works i think that there's part of that misconception has come from ads in that yeah. you can target certain brands, but not Barbara the florist down the road. You know, <laughs> you're not going to be able to target her 12 followers. No, there's huge education opportunities out there on issues like this. Okay, and this is a good one. This is a good one for you because you do like the old book of face. What would you say if someone said, oh, I don't want to work on Facebook because no one uses it anymore? Oh, I don't want a presence on Facebook because no one uses it anymore. I would just probably show them my notification feed. Like the amount of notifications I get in 20 minutes on Facebook pretty much proves that people do use Facebook still. How does anyone think that no one's using Facebook anymore? Because like, have they seen Mark Zuckerberg's bank balance? Well, yes, but you could argue Mark Zuckerberg's 
invested well. Yeah, and obviously Instagram will be a big generator. I know, fair point. But but I I often wonder, like I wonder whether people don't even realise they use Facebook anymore. It's just so part of people's routine. I know people who would say to me, oh, I don't really go on Facebook anymore, but they do. Because I've seen them, they'll like my posts, they'll comment on things. They they don't use it, but they don't think they use it. So, okay, I've got a good one. The client who says our receptionist, our intern, our admin person is going to take over Instagram. They know what they're talking about. They've got a 12-year-old daughter. Yeah. Good luck would be my response. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to the receptionist. Or the 12-year-old daughter. <laughs> But, and then this, again, comes back down to the education that is needed out there about social media management in that people do just think it's posting on social. That's it. They don't think of the wider strategy. They don't understand everything else, all the nuts and bolts that go into it before that post is shared. And I actually had this the other day with one of my clients. He said, oh, we're getting some more team members. Maybe one of them I could get them trained up to help with some of this. And I was like, no. Just pay me more and I'll do it. <laughs> it. It is fascinating, the misconception about it's just, you're just posting on social. People don't really understand the value of social media. They don't realise that that's actually a massive part of the business's marketing. Why, why are they missing that bit? I don't know, because probably most businesses, when they start, they do their own social media and that's all they probably did. They probably just put posts out and it didn't work. They don't think, oh, it didn't work because I was doing it wrong. They think it didn't work because social media is crap, kind of. Or if it did work, they thought it worked it's because it was easy. I know. Okay, so here's one that I know happened recently to somebody. Their client had gone AWOL and started posting themselves, which is annoying in itself. But then there was a typo in the one that they posted themselves when expecting you to change it at like 7.30 at night on a Sunday or something. First of all, who are these business owners that think that they're allowed to post on their own socials? <laughs> Do they not get it? There should be some sort of law. If you're going to outsource your social, just step away from it. Don't just go and ruin what you've paid somebody to do. And yeah, also, people see it as a bit like a bit their, their, their baby, don't they? They can't, they can't step away from it. But they'd step away from their shop window and get somebody else to go and make it pretty and they would go and faff with it, would they? Well, I don't know. People do faff, don't they? But yeah, so they need to step away from it and not do it. And if you cock up, own it, go and bloody change it yourself. That's what I'd want to say. Yeah, I'd say something of the same thing if I could. But I most certainly wouldn't change it. I wouldn't actually reply to the email message, whatever it is, until nine o'clock on the Monday morning. No, definitely not. So a client says to you, we haven't got any photos, we haven't got any videos, we don't want to go and do Instagram stories and be on video, we don't want to go create reels. We also, we don't really like stock images either. We haven't got any products to give you to take photos of, but you can manage, right? You don't need anything from us, you can crack on. By the way, also, we want to be on Instagram. <laughs> would probably be my response. My response would be, do you think I'm a miracle worker? You know, there's, there's a lot of assumptions that we can just make things work with nothing, with thin air, black squares. That's my response. I'd just plain black or plain white squares. 
it baffles me because if they were going to put an advert in, I don't know, some magazine or newspaper, they wouldn't even, like, they wouldn't batter an eyelid at having to find a photo to, for that. <laughs> I know. Or they'd go to, like, a graphic designer or they'd go to somebody, wouldn't they, and say, yeah. we've got an advert in the local paper, we need some help, we, you know, this is what we've got available or not got available. And they would pay, therefore, to have that created for them and provide them with their brand colours and anything they've got. But yet for social media, it's like, no, no, we've got nothing, sorry. And also we're not prepared to, to get it. Like getting content from clients is a continuous pain in the arse for a lot of social media managers. Like I have this, my one client's so bloody niche, it's untrue, and I don't have photos available and it's not easily accessible. So I rely on them and their team. They're a sizable business to get me photos. And Jesus Christ, it was like I'm asking them for a kidney. Yeah. Like, I just need a photo. I just, it's not difficult. Like, you know, I've given up trying to ask for a video so I can make reels. It's like, just, just a photo, anything. They just don't seem to get it. I just don't understand. Like, I am the type of person who, A, always has my phone on me. B, I'm always taking photos of things just in case I can use it on something. Like, they've all got their phones on them. Yeah. They all have iPads with their customers so they can go, you know, use the cameras on those. But yet they just don't do it. And if they do, some of them have probably got, like, teenage kids who would be quite happy to be given a tenner and go and take a photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they do send me their, their like landscape where I've specifically said I want a portrait or they've got a thumb in the corner of it or it's like really out of focus, really irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. It's a picture of my toast. Is that any good? <laughs> yeah. So honestly, though, I would say bring it on. If that's an unwelcome toast, toast is better than nothing. It is a real problem, isn't it? But that's, you know, a continuous problem I've had. And I'm quite firm and have been from day one. Like, if you don't give me the content, I can't post anything. So there will be times where we just don't post anything. You take it on this client, obviously you're their social media manager. You, you, you know, they're not giving you content, what have you. Um, then you get an email. Laura, can you just pop this blog on our website? Well, no. If you want your website to still be live at the end of the day, don't ask me to do stuff like that. God. That's like high risk, that is. It's like I would, you know, would never put a pixel on a client's site. Again, I fear that I'm repeating myself quite a lot, but this is this misconception that a social media manager can suddenly do everything. Yeah. But since when? Since when are they website type people? Where was the memo? <laughs> Did it go through my door? Because <laughs> I missed it that day when someone said, you know what, social media managers are now website people, graphic designers, photographers, email marketers, painter and decorators, tea makers, <laughs> everything else. Ah. Okay, this is a good one. I think you'll have a good answer for this one. So small business approaches you. You have maybe a discovery call. Obviously, you wouldn't have done this because you'd you'd have already pre-qualified them. But imagine that you had. Imagine I did it. My God, just imagine that just brings me out in the cold sweat. <laughs> and you're on a call with them and you tell them your fees and they say, can I have a discount because I'm only a small business? Uh, no. Why, why does the size of your business make any difference to my business? Mm. Like, I don't walk into Marks and Spencer's and go, I've only got £10 in my wallet, so can I have a discount, please? No. 
that's the same as startups do that, don't they? Oh, we're just a startup. What can you do for a startup? Uh, nothing. Just hurry up and start up so you've got some money. Just, I don't yeah. get it. If you want to stay a small business, you have a small mindset, quite frankly. If you want to grow, Ooh. invest in your blooming business. Yeah. What I'm going to for, you know, like, mic drop. drop. <laughs> I feel like we might need to invest in some better sound effects on this podcast. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't offer anything else on that one. So this small business that you've just spoken to, they're a small, like little e-com company. And they say to you, why haven't we got as many followers as ASOS? Can you help? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you ever know. Do they realise how much money these brands have invested in, like, not just their social media to get all these followers. They've got multiple stores throughout the world. They've got websites. They have PR. They pay to be in magazines. They pay to advertise on bloody Love Island. If you want to do that, we can definitely do this job for you. Yes. The comparison would be the investment that they've made. Yeah. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yeah. Good one. Right. I've got one. Okay. This same client that wants to obviously sell loads of things decide they want to do Facebook ads because obviously we all know Facebook ads is a very good way to get your products in front of people. They come to you and they say, right, we've got these designer bags. They're a thousand pounds. We've got 20 of them that we want to sell. Here's my budget. 50 quid. Can you go out and sell these, please? I could do that. I would be a millionaire. If I could make that happen for them, then I could make that happen for anybody. So why would I do that for anybody else? I would just go and create my own bags and I would do it myself. If it was that bloody easy. None of us would be doing it for anyone else. We'd just do it for ourselves. No. But what is it as well with these small businesses where they just think, oh, I can just spend 50 quid on some Facebook ads and that's going to fix my business? Yeah, but back, going back to that example you gave before when we were talking about like content, is that they wouldn't question if they ring up local Bromsgrove advertiser and say, "Why, well, right, I want an advert in about my business. And they'll say, fine, that's, you know, 300 pounds or whatever it costs. They'll just pay it. Yet there's no track return on investment. There's nothing. But yet when it comes down to Facebook ads, which I appreciate is a relatively speaking new form of advertising, if you're quite an old school marketing kind of mindset. But, like, you, you wouldn't get very far putting a 50-quid advert in your local paper, would you? So why do you think you're going to get any further by using Facebook advertising? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Do you remember that um, a photo that you shared a while back where whoever it was, the newspaper deliverer, had just put all of the, the local papers just in some ditch or something, hadn't they? Yes, no, so our local paper person is to ditch all the papers in the hedge just ran from my house so I took a photo once and made some content out of it I think I actually even put it on LinkedIn but it was just to kind of say that there are hundreds and hundreds of businesses advertised who have invested in their advertising that is sat in a bush by my house <laughs> and what a waste of money that was it'd be better if just putting on a Facebook ad and not putting any targeting on it they might have actually got a sale that way yeah exactly right okay hit me with one more okay here we go so again, this business that you've spoken to on the phone, they say, well, I've spoken to blah, blah agency and they've just told me they can do all of my socials for £20 a month. Crack on. If you can get it for 20 quid, why on earth would you pay me for like a couple of thousand? I mean, you'd be stupid, wouldn't you? If you can get exactly what I'm going to give you, 
for 20 quid. If you can get the results I'm going to get you for 20 quid, go, go, crack on. By the way, here's my number. You can give me a call in a week. Buy cheap, buy twice. Buy cheap, buy twice. Yeah. It worries me that there are businesses out there who are charging that little because like, they're making all these promises that clearly they cannot achieve. But how much are they paying their staff? Well, but the, the thing is that they'll be going for a quantity over quality, won't they? Is, is the, the phrase for that one is that they will probably have hundreds of clients that they're all charging 20 quid a month. And therefore, you've got some probably work experience for the kid being given all that they'll have been sold it by the salesy people within the agency. And there'll be some kids in there who are just, it's like a sweatshop of social media. Like just having to like spit out shit content. There'll be no strategy. There'll be no results. And the, the way they're paying their staff is because they're working on hundreds of different accounts. They won't have the time to really invest in getting to know these businesses and these brands to be able to really represent them in the way that they deserve to be represented. It is just, yeah, a sweat, a sweatshop, slave labor equivalent. And it's, uh, and, and they're never going to go away. All, they'll always be there, but you'll always be better. An independent, freelance, social media, marketing expert is always going to be better than a big agency that is going for quantity over quality. Yeah, I agree. If you're listening and you are one of those who sees these ads where somebody is offering you know, full management for £50 a month, and you're thinking, shit, I need to drop my prices. Can we just put it out there that you don't need to drop your prices? You just need mm-hmm. to spend less time focusing on the people who are paying less than you and focus more on the people who are making more money because they're the ones to inspire you, not the other way around. You, know, you don't want the businesses that are only paying 20 quid because that shows they don't, they don't understand the value in what you do. They are never going to be good clients. So they are not in the same league as you are. So just ignore them. Yeah. You know, their targeting is wrong anyway if they're targeting social media people. Exactly. So just move on and just, you know, pity them. Yeah. I feel like I've just got all of that off my chest now. I don't need to worry if anyone sends me an email now like, want to say all that stuff. I can just re-listen to this podcast. (laughs) Send them the link. Send them the link. Yeah. Right. Well, after that bit of therapy, we'd love to know uh, the worst thing you've been asked. Yeah. And what you wish you could have said in return. That's the bit I want to know. Yeah. So come and find us in our Facebook group, uh, the Social Media Managers Hub, which we will link to in the show notes. Tell us the worst thing that you've ever heard from a client or a potential client and what you wish you could have said back to them. And we will be there waiting with bated breath and our best gifts. (laughs) Before we go, if you are enjoying the podcast, it's very early days in our podcast career, but we would love to have some feedback from you. So please leave us a review and we look forward to reading what you think yes that would be amazing in the meantime thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time